Hey, and we're live. There we are. Got a little wine. Chicken Express sweet tea. Anyway, all right, let's get this thing going. Time to rip off the Band-Aid. Rip it right off. Rip it right off. Here we go. <gasps> All right, so welcome to Part Me, Alex, SFA's only lumberjack basketball podcast you will find out there. Man, we have, I don't know, like sometimes I feel that sometimes these shows can be like a therapy session for us. Maybe it's a therapy session for other people too. I don't know. Hopefully it is. Um, but man, we got, we got a, we got a, today's going to be a rough one to talk about. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. But let's start off with some good memories. How about that? The best, only the best memories ever. The best memory you could possibly have as an SFA basketball fan is the Duke upset. Happy Duke upset day. Happy we beat Duke day and it still counts. It does. It does. It was cra- It was funny because someone, I got Carrie had texted me. She yeah. said, you see that? And someone said like, oh, didn't that get, uh, didn't that get taken away for the 120th time? No, that win is still a win. It's in the record book. It is a good win. It doesn't need, it's not taken away. Never will it will be taken away. So for the, 80, for the 85th time, since that was the score, 85 to 83. Not vacate that win. However, I want to also say, remind everyone, like even the wins that were during the time that we had to, uh, that we have to vacate. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like any of those teams are going. Oh, well, you know what? We beat SFA on that day because that game, that win didn't count. Yeah, it's still happened. The games aren't even played and won. So the formality of vacating the win, okay, it sucks. But like we we won that game, any game that we had to vacate. So true story. True story. But that one, was not included. So I know exactly, exactly. So I just want to relive, relive real fast before we get into the negative, the happiness of that day. So shall we just relive a little bit of the last 40 or so seconds of the game? I think so. Okay. I think everyone will really much, will really appreciate this. Here we go. But this is Bain. He's looking up at the clock. Is the ball out of his hand when that clock goes to zero? Oh my yes. Plenty of time. This is your life. Wow. Wow. Well, I thought you were at first. I thought you were going to show part of our little live uh, feed. <sighs> I probably shouldn't because let's just be honest. There were lots of explanatives coming out of my mouth that day. So were, probably best. You were like pretty tame considering. I'm not going to lie. This um, is true. 
But I'm pretty sure towards at one point in the video, I literally dropped whole, like a bunch of like MFers. Like, I don't even know what I said. I, I said a lot of, I said a few things that I probably shouldn't have said on a live feed, but what's, what else is new? Let's just be real. I mean, I'm so glad that I, I went back and watched the live feed that you did of the last like two minutes of the game. And then, of yeah. Time. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think I've ever watched our live feed of it until today. Cause so funny. Like we lived it, but then I was like, Oh my God, I don't, I mean, it was great. It's so funny. I, I went back and watched it too earlier today. And I was laughing so hard at it. At just the, the entire. I was too. And I want to say there is a so funny moment. I like stopped and went back and recorded like a 10 second little clip of where I just want to, I just want to give kudos to how far Gavin has come to being one of the, what did the announcer say? One of the most efficient post players in college basketball and that he scores 65% of the time he has the ball because Mm -hmm. I literally lost it on him once at the, I think it was in regulation, like right before the end. He had right a very, the end. Mm-hmm. very close shot, wide open, and missed mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I literally was in the camera like, I'm going to get you for that, Gavin. Wide open, wide open. I was, I was hot. <laughs> really I, Oh, my God. Just an absolute wild, wild, wild. Like, just the whole day was amazing, but then just, just – from the end of regulation to overtime, it felt like I was like floating above the entire situation. Like I wasn't even there. Like if, you know what I mean? Like until I go back and remember, oh yeah, we were there. We saw it. We witnessed it in person. We have video proof, picture proof. Like sometimes I forget that it actually happened. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it wasn't, it was a dream. Like it wasn't real. So it was just funny. I know it was, it was so nice watching back the live feed tonight. I think it gave me more of that feeling that you just described than just watching the game. Why am I fired? I don't understand Corey. Yeah. Who's fired? Why? Probably me. Probably me. I'm, I'm probably fired for some unknown freaking reason. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Cause just watching the game again is great, but watching our reactions to the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even better. Felt more like I was back there than I have since I was there and it was wild wild just a wild scenario I know oh my god oh lord jesus just I just can't sometimes I have like I have these moments where I wish that it hadn't happened yet you know what I mean like that we could that the game that we could go back and relive it somehow because it was just such a, an amazing day, an amazing game. Yeah. The game did some things. What did the game do, Corey? Expand on that. I know. I'm very confused. What, is it, what does it mean? Please expand on that comment, both of all. I mean, it did some things to me internally. Gave me uh, acid reflux, as most SFA basketball games do. This is, I mean, this is part of the reason why I have to take Prilosec. Um, let's just be honest. Uh, you know, gave me some fanny flutters. And if you don't know what fanny flutters are, Google it. I'm not, <laughs> not going to explain that on live TV. I'm not going to explain that. <laughs> nope. Okay, well, big left turn I'll take and say just a little, do you really want me to expand? Oh, well, well, then probably not. Probably not. I'm just going to assume that it's something dirty. Got it. 
Um, Noted. But big, big congratulations. Shout out. I don't know if you saw this on Facebook today, but, um, or maybe it was yesterday. Anyway, um, Des, Desmond Heyman and Chan are mm -hmm. having a baby girl. Oh, no, I missed that. I'm, yeah, I must have completely missed that. I think it was yesterday they did a um, gender reveal video and they are having a little girl. So super excited for them. We miss them. Aww, we do miss them. I really do want to go to a, a law tech game. Me too. And uh, see them again because I do miss them. Yeah. Um. So this this episode is going to be over the championship game, as you all know. Um, David and Gavin were both named to the all-tournament team. Uh, so that was pretty cool. They announced that today. <coughs> I did see that. Good for them. I'm just uh, resharing the fact that we're live. Not that I don't want the one person who's watching us to feel, you know, like they're not important, but I would like some more eyes on us. So go ahead. Um, so yeah, one random other note. So whenever uh, the game started, I noticed that their head coach, Travis Ford, uh, he used to coach at Oklahoma State. Um, and he coached at Oklahoma State whenever Marcus Smart and Phil Forte played there, which mm. I saw them win the, the high school state basketball tournament two years in a row. Um, and so then whenever they both ended up going to Oklahoma State, which if any of y'all know Marcus Smart, he plays for uh, the Celtics now. Yes, uh, but he he could have probably played anywhere, um, but he had a stipulation that he only wanted to go somewhere that would take him and Phil, his high school teammate, both. Mm -hmm. um, ended up landing at Oklahoma State anyway. So I went and watched um, an Oklahoma State game whenever they played Texas Tech because one of my friends that I met at the state tournament goes to Tech. So we I flew up there. We went and watched the game, and it was actually the game that Marcus got thrown out because he went into the stands after a Tech fan. Gotta love that one. Uh, yeah. So anyway, but um, so I'm like, oh, that's Travis Ford. Okay. So then we're like, I'm watching the game and I see one of the assistant coaches on the sidelines and I'm like, eh, I think that's Phil Forte. Um, and so I watch a little bit longer and uh, sure enough, one of the announcers said that it was him or whatever, but he was an assistant coach last year at Sam Houston. Yeah. Okay. I'd have to go back and, or go and look at the, the the faces for the coaches because man you're so much more observant than me i was paying zero attention um but i i totally believe it i do yeah. um, interesting interesting programming note um another interesting programming note let me go back real just real quick to the to the duke game um it was actually something that was tweeted just maybe like a couple hours ago two hours ago uh, so Dayton is the second team over the last 10 seasons to come from 15 points down and beat an AP top five team on a buzzer beater. Joining us, Stephen F. Austin at number one Duke in 2019. That game was two years ago today, November 26, 2019. So I guess Dayton just did the same thing. Did they just beat a top five team at a buzzer beater today? Uh, let me look because I should be getting updates for Duke and I didn't get that update. Well, not Duke, not Duke, Dayton. Dayton was the second team, but so they beat an AP top five team. They didn't beat Duke. Okay. Saying AP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Uh, yes, they beat Kansas. Who they beat? They beat Kansas today by Ooh. one point. Kansas. Yeah. Excuse me. They better not have stolen our thunder. I swear to God, they, I will be so upset. 
So upset. <gasps> oh shit. See, yeah. I haven't been on I haven't been on social media like all day. I've been doing brewery stuff. So I mean, so which I mean yes, it's on social media, but not basketball right. social media. Holy shit. Kansas is number four right now, and they got beat by Dayton yeah. by one. Oh fudge. Yeah. Let me let me do my I'm gonna do my my sensor beep. Oh my <laughs> oh my god. I, I, I had those. I forgot I had those. Holy <laughs> that's awesome oh shoot oh my god that's so funny oh my lord tell me what this sound is ready I know I know it but I can't think of it right now oh you'll know it one more time jeez I don't know that's uh, Taco Bell Oh, the taco bing bell. Oh my God. I can't believe they beat Kansas. That's freaking hilarious. Okay. Well, that makes that tweet make so much more sense now. Holy crap. I love that. I love that for them. Oh, see, Jan knew it was Taco Bell. See, Jan knows what's up. (laughs) Thanks, Jan. You know what's going on. I have a couple other uh, random voices, but I'm saving them for, uh, I'm saving those for when we get to the to the shit part of the conversation. But anyway, um, all right. So let's move on to general history, background info. So this is the first time we ever played St. Louis University. Um, if you don't remember, we talked about this a little bit last time at the end of last time, the last you know podcast, the last live show that St. Louis University is a private Jesuit research university with campuses in both St. Louis, Missouri, and in Madrid, Spain. Ho, ho, must be cool, I guess. Uh, They were founded in 1818 by Louis-William Valentine de Bourges, and it is the oldest university west of the Mississippi River, which I think is kind of cool, actually, and the second oldest Jesuit university in the United States. I wonder what the first oldest is, or the oldest, I guess you would say. Mm. Yeah, you should uh, fact check that while I tell the next few little pieces. Okay, let me see. Because I'm curious, too. Um, So they're really small, which I guess isn't that unexpected since they're private. Right. Um, But their undergrad enrollment is less than 7,000 at 6917. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So last season, their overall uh, record was 14 and 7. And they were only six and four in conference. Not that great. Um, but they are in the Atlantic 10. So their big games last season, uh, they did beat LSU by four points, 85-81. Um, and then they made it to the NIT and they lost to Mississippi State 68-74. to Hmm. So that is their last season. All right. So oldest Jesuit school in the country is Georgetown. Ah. Did not realize that Georgetown was Jesuit. And let's see. The Association of Jesuit Colleges and Universities is a national organization that links 28 colleges and universities in the United States and one so, and some 189 Jesuit institutions of higher learning throughout the world. So there are 28 universities, uh, colleges and universities in the United States that are Jesuit universities. So a little bit of a little bit of fact checking for you there. Um, thought that was pretty interesting little factoid, little factoid, um, small programming note. It is, oh yes. Also there are bunch of high schools. Yes, Jan. Correct. Correct. Amundo. Um, 
tomorrow, which we'll talk about this again later, but tomorrow in Nacogdoches, if you're in Nacogdoches, it is the Wassel Fest. I'm very sad I'm missing it because I'll be elsewhere, but Wassel Fest. So if you're going to be in Nacogdoches, make sure you go enjoy some Wassel. And if you don't know what that is, Google it. Go- yeah. Google it. Mom and I are going to go and take Nanny. Oh, love yeah. that. Please, please, yeah. uh, sw- please swing by the brewery and take some pictures of whoever's there. Yeah, look at the picture. Dayton, here's the picture. Hold on. There you go. Oh, their dog pile doesn't look as good as ours. Yeah, ours was a lot better, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did a manager get punched in the face and did one of the players fall to the floor? If you don't meet those two things, it's just if not. If you don't meet those requirements, then you can just honestly just fuck off with your dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Okay. Nathan still has that on his bio on his Twitter. I think he does. I'm the manager who got punched in the face in the Duke. Yeah, I think it was. Last time I checked, it was like his pinned tweet. It was like right on TV. Let me see here. The fist coming in. Yeah, let let me check. Let me check if it's still there. Hold on. Or pinned tweet. Yeah, not his bio, but whatever. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still his pinned tweet. You know how many fucking likes and hearts that is? 11,000 freaking hearts. Are you kidding me, dude? You're, you're infamous, Nathan. That's. I'm gonna retweet it. I'm gonna retweet it again, just for just for and giggles. I'm gonna bump it. I'm gonna say bump. Okay. Say our dog pal was better than yours, Dayton. I'm tweeting that. Yeah, our dog pile was better than Dayton's. Dayton's. <laughs> With a little. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we had the same starters yesterday as we have so far. Uh, We lost 68 to 79, lost 11 11 points. Mm -hmm. Um, The attendance at least was up for that game. Yeah, Uh, it did look like there was a lot more people in the stands for this one, which is nice. So that's good. I guess people showed out for for the championship one. Yeah. All right, so how do those whack standings look? I bet they probably haven't changed that much. But. Mm, yeah, beginning of, the, beginning of the season, it really doesn't change too much. Um, I mean, we fell a little bit, obviously, because we lost. So California Baptist still – okay, wow. They're at, well, let me let me go back here. So there's a one, two, three, four-way tie for first um, between California Baptist, New Mexico, Seattle, and Utah. All have lost one game. Um, then Grand Canyon is four and one. Then we're four and two, along with UT Rio Grande. And then you have Chicago State, Abilene. Oh, I, I oh, we're, oh, um, Chicago State, Abilene's at one and two. Sam Houston, two and four. I mean, they, they are Yikes. not doing well. Uh, Dixie State, one and four. Lamar, one and five. And Tarleton, one and five. So both Lamar and Tarleton are, are struggling. But yet again, it goes back to who they've played so far. So, I mean, it's the beginning of the season, non-conference games. I'm really not putting a lot of – trying to, not anyway. Put a lot of stock into the pre, you know, the pre-conference games, the non-conference games. I mean, because a lot of these teams are playing cupcake teams, and then a lot of the rest of them are playing really hard teams. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a few of our games have been cupcake, a few, because they're, like, not even in D1. 
But then ever since then, we've played, you know, really good mid-major teams. And so, and then a lot of these other teams in the WAC have been playing, you know, some power five schools. Yeah. So I, 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 blah. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to get a, an accurate read because it's it so really is. And that's why I'm, I'm, it's going to be really, really interesting whenever we get around to conference play and we start playing, you know, New Mexico and Grand Canyon and Seattle and all these teams that we, you know, haven't really, we, we don't know much about them because we've never really seen them play before um, in person. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how all this goes this first season. So that's the whack for you. Wickety wackety. Okay, so Sean Kennedy stat section. Everyone just get ready because it's not. Oh, it's it's brutal. Not it's brutal. Oh, uh, cat fans would like to know, have we figured out what a billikin is? And, yes, we fi we figured it out. Billikins are. In the last episode, I guess you didn't watch. He didn't. He told us he wasn't going to be. He said, missing the show tonight. Our humble apologies. As we know, our little remarks provide smiles, laughs, and some high-quality content. He sent that to me before the last show. And I said, unexcused absence. It's okay. We will miss you. Um, so yes, a Billiken is a good luck myth or mythical good luck creature. To me, he looks like a fat Buddha devil. Yeah. Um, that's about as good of a description as you're going to get there. Cat fans. You're welcome. Yeah. It's yeah. Listen, it's unique. They're the only ones who they're the only ones with it. And I feel like, that's why we titled this SFA versus the Good Luck Billikins, because I'm pretty sure they had all the luck on their side, and we got dick. They did. They had the good luck. Um, okay. So, Sean Kennedy's stat section. Uh, our overall field goal percentage is 44.2, which isn't, isn't abysmal, but mm. wasn't good enough. Um, our three-point percentage was completely abysmal. Just bad. 16.7. I don't think I remember a shittier, a shittier three-point percentage. Like. I think that's about the lowest we've ever had. I, oh, God. Yeah, Hold it was good. It was bad. Said <laughs> <So it> suck. <laughs> not, not good. Um, however, <clears throat> up. 74.1%. Yeah. So that was helpful. That was better. I will say that was better. That was helpful. We did mm -hmm. we did have some decent points in the paint. We had 42 points in the paint. Yeah. Um, we had 23 points off of turnovers, which was actually decent. Uh, only three second chance points. Our, That's our offensive boards were like mm -mm. just down the toilet, non-existent. Mm -hmm. Um Bad, 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 bad. Best points, we had 20 bench points. We had 26, uh, which was fairly, fairly decent. Um, mm -hmm. Not a bad showing, but considering how much bench players we had in, it maybe could have been more. Um, anyway, uh, 28 total rebounds. We only had eight offensive boards. <laughs> 20 defensive boards. Uh, I need to throw up. I need a throw up sound. I wish there was a throw up sound. Yeah. Uh, we had 24 fouls, which is only four more than what they had. Ours were just all on our, like, main starters. <laughs> yeah, I, and I feel like they were at really critical, integral parts, like, of the game. Not only were, on the, were they on the starters, which we'll talk about later, but it was at very critical moments where it just made it even worse. Like, it made it 
even our situation even down the poop shoot even more. Yeah, in, insurmountable, I would say. Um, great word. Freaking great word. Yes. Uh, 15 turnovers. They had 16. So, we, I mean, the turnovers weren't uh, terribly offensive. Um, we had nine steals and seven blocks. So, our game leader, and dare I say, like, player of the game, would be our boy Day Day. Uh, he had he almost had a double double. He had fourteen points and seven. He, almost, he did almost have a double double. Uh, three blocks and one steal. And I will say quickly, I'll elaborate more on it later. But one of his blocks was like just the sickest shit I've ever seen. It was a monster block. It was great. Monster. Um, David had twelve, and despite despite their limited playing time, because David only played twenty six minutes and Gavin only played twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, David had 12 points, one rebound, one assist, one steal. And Gavin had 11 points, three rebounds, one assist, one block, one steal. Um, so still pretty, pretty good considering their much decreased playing time. Yeah. I, I would say, I would definitely agree with the whole day day being played. I was, if, if David, it, it's honestly a split for me between David and day day. Like I feel like when David was on the court, he was a difference maker, you know, and I, that can kind of lead into feats of strength because that was one of my feats of strength was, you know, feats of strength was that David, I mean, for me, I said MVP, our king. I even tweeted it. I was like, David, when he's on the court, he is the magic miracle worker or he was in that game. I feel like during this Cancun challenge, he has been like our dude, you know, and here's the thing. I just feel like anybody else that tries to play point is just fucking blowing it, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah, I will, which we'll uh, talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'll save that for yeah. But we'll uh, talk about. But David just—I mean, yes, Day Day. Day Day was a monster off the bench, and thank God for that because I feel like if he wasn't uh, playing as well as he did off the bench, I feel like the game would have been even worse. Oh uh, yeah, way worse, way worse. So Day Day, wah, David, wah, when he was playing. You know, when he was sitting, it was it was almost like the offense was so stagnant, like we couldn't even get anything going. Yeah. Um, you know, like I mentioned, the free throw percentage was way better. That's about normally in the 70s where we lie. So I like seeing yeah. that better. Um, obviously, it's not spectacular, but 20 out of 27, that's way better than what it has been in the 50s. So I'll do that all day long. Um, and... I don't know. There was just, there were some good moments of, of defense. I'm trying to find the goods here, you know, uh, the good moments of defense, really good moments. And then it would just kind of filter and kind of, kind of fleeting, fleeting away. Um, and Jacqueline has a few other notes about that. Um, when it came to foul trouble and things like that, but we'll talk about that later. Um, oh, and I'm glad you are going to mention this about the uh, announcers. So, yeah, I really enjoyed um, and I don't know that I like knew either of those two guys. Um, I mean, they I think they both do quite a bit of ESPN stuff, but I don't know. that. I've yeah. Heard, I don't know that I've necessarily heard them before, but they, they were both really good, like very, very knowledgeable, very uh, complimentary of us. And mm-hmm. they're like fact checking that they knew they knew about us. Um, and they were just funny. Like I felt they like were. They really good little comments and color commentary. Um, but yeah, so they were, they were again, like very complimentary of David and Gavin. Uh, one of them was like Stockton and Malone out there. And mm-hmm. I was like, I totally see it. I mean, yeah, 
definitely. Um, they were saying Gavin's the most underrated front court guy in college basketball. Um, really good. Uh, and then, like, to brag on Day Day, I mean, just amazing game. High point. He, again, had at least one or two times where he went in and got his rebound and made the second chance. Yes. Well, I guess it was only one because we only had three seconds. There was only, there was only, yeah, there was only, there was only once. But, yeah, he, totally he did that. Got his own rebound, put it back up. Um, and then he got one of his blocks that was amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, one of the announcers was like, no soup for you. And I died. I knew as soon as he said that, I was like, Jacqueline, I told mom and I was like, Jacqueline's probably loving that comment. Like, she's probably on the floor crying, laughing. Cackle. 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 No soup for you. It was great. It was great. Um, if you oh don't know the references, then you just need to, A, you don't know us very well, then obviously, or you don't pay attention to our shit. Just just look at how our shit is. It, I mean, we pretty much reference Seinfeld constantly in the show. So, yeah, and we almost exclusively use Seinfeld gifts for responses. For almost. I mean, there's only a few times where the, there's nothing Seinfeld that works, but I mean, it pretty much does. Yeah. And our segments are named after Seinfeld. But yeah, that was that was great. Okay, another moment mm. that the announcers had that I was, oh my God, I was dying. And I'm pretty sure it was when Day Day went in and got his own rebound and put it back up. It was some it was some really good play that Day Day made. I think that was it. And they like panned over the bench and man Keller was like, oh my God. like that, right in the camera. And one of them was like, uh like he chopped down a tree. <laughs> that face was monumental. I wish someone would have gotten a gif of that face. I have never. We've seen Keller make faces. I have never seen Keller make that face before. I mean, it was. <sighs> I've never seen him so animated in my entire life. Never, never. It was wild. It was a wild face. I, I honestly couldn't stop laughing for like five minutes. I, I, I was, I was tickled, tickled to death at that face Keller made. I was so happy that the camera person caught it. A, I know, I know. Immediately made a super funny lumberjack related comment about it. I could not. It was the funniest. I. I was laughing so hard. I really, I really, 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 really wish that it was on TV that I could like record it, which again, thank you for coming in clutch because I legitimately thought that I had this freaking channel, CBS sports network. I go after we record, I go pull up on my TV and it's on there, but it's grayed out. So obviously I don't get, I get every other channel under the freaking sun. I get all these, you know, SEC, big 10, ACC, all these other channels. But CBS Sports Network? No. What the frick? Anyway, so I had a message Jacqueline, and she gave me her parents' login, and I was able to watch it that way. But I wish I could have recorded it so I could have gone back and got and got that little moment of his. I really – oh, God, I wish there was a way. Like, I wish there was a way to go back and get it. And two things. I, I think a lot of people apparently didn't have that channel because also what? Sean texted me, and I gave him the login to use to watch it. Um, and then – the way that I had to watch it through the app, it would only allow you to pause, but not rewind. Mm-hmm. 
And so then I was parent. I'm like paranoid to pause it because if it messes up, I'm, you know, I can't rewind. So again, and it's just live, I'm going to have missed something. Um, but I'm going to look and see if there's, if there's some sort of way to rewatch it online and get that little clip. Oh my God. Cause that would be, that was amazing. Um, never in my life. I was, like I said, I was dying. I, I, I couldn't stop laughing at that. His face. I've never before seen this, but yeah, I really enjoyed the announcers. I love listening to announcers who at least have some semblance of, of knowledge of our team and the other team, like both sides. You know that they know what they're talking about. They've they've they know basketball. Either they've played it, or they've coached it, or they've watched it their entire. Like you know what I mean? I'm tired of I'm tired, absolutely tired of listening to announcers and play by play and, and play by play. You know, guys who know absolutely zip, zip zada duda about about sports. You know, um, it's just it's getting really ridiculous. And so I'm I'm glad to get some guys who at least you know, are animated and they actually can call a game good, and, you know, and they're interesting to listen to and they're funny and they're not just in, in the words of my mother, sucking on one person's D the entire time. Yeah. Hate that. When you're watching a game, I don't care what sport it is, football, basketball, baseball, I don't care. And you have announcers and, and play-by-play analysts who are literally talking about one team the entire time and just all over their Johnson. And then you have, Nothing about the other team. I don't care who it is, who it is. You got to be more unbiased than that when you're doing, when you're doing stuff like that. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think my last feat of strength I had was even, even though the foul trouble absolutely killed us. Um, I mean, some of the bench guys did really step up uh, mm-hmm. at some point day day. And I thought Nono had a really great game too on just stepping up. I mean, he yeah. really like, Killer stats as far as points. I think he scored like four, five points. Um, yeah. He had a really nasty block as well. He had a block. You know, uh, Day Day had three technically. Jalen had one. Calvin had one. Gaben had one. I made a note about all the blocks. There were there were some really good blocks in there. Um, and Nana had one of them for sure too. Yeah. So that was. I think that's all on my feet. Yeah, it's it's not easy finding the 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 positives when we have such a just a boot game like that. But there are there's always going to be a few things that we notice that they did well. You know, like the free throw shooting was a lot better. Um, you know, good blocks. I mean, Day Day had a fantastic game himself. Like his own personal stats were good. Um, shockingly no one fouled out but the just the amount of foul trouble was just wild which again we'll talk about now actually we're going to go into the grievances now with the airing of grievances i got a lot of problems with you people now you're gonna hear about it you i don't even want to talk about it i'll go first yeah, go for it. Because again, it's just it just is hard to talk about, but we you, we got to do it. Unfortunately, uh, it's for me. It's just one big. It was not. It was not fun. Um, I think just even kind of from the beginning, I sort of felt uneasy. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, okay. First of all, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> At one point in the first half, we let them go on a 12-0 run. Mm-mm. I was like, what the actual 
Like, what is going on? Stop. Um, and then, I mean, a part of that was the foul trouble. My God, the foul trouble. And that just, it really did hurt us because, you know, we've, we've talked about this before. And I mean, it's, it's just, it's a struggle when you get some of your key players in foul trouble where you don't have anyone else to really step into that role. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's no slight to them because that's not their position, you know, but I mean, Rotti is not our point guard. Um, I mean, I feel like he does the best that he can and some days it's certainly better than others, but he's not, he's not meant to be the point guard. He is a, no. he is a great two guard, not, a, not meant to be a point guard. Um, so that's no. tough. That is the toughest position to step into and do if, if that's not your playing style or makeup. Um, I, I, the, it's I have a lot to say about Rati. I really do. And, and, and this, I'm sorry. Like, actually, I'm not sorry. No, you, you, how do I say this? You are a senior, a, these fifth year senior. Thank you for the correction. You are a fifth year senior. How in the actual are you having so many tiny, 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 easy mistakes that that have just literally add up to one big <clears throat> he dribbled off his foot at least two or three times. Like, how? What are you what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, I'm legitimately asking, what are you doing? Like, how are you? Shot clock violations, dribbling off his foot. He is not a point guard. He's not. And I, these are the days that we're really, really missing a backup point guard. Like when David has to sit because of foul trouble or other issues. And I understand that's not Rotsy's natural position. Like I get it. And he's just trying to fill that void. I totally understand. But we got to find somebody else to take that. We cannot, cannot, cannot continue using him as point guard. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping as we go through the season that, you know, there will be some development with, with one of the new guys. Um, I mean, there's going to have to be, obviously, have to be. obviously they've had to recruit someone that they feel like they're going to groom to step into that. But spot. they need to get but that rolling now because, because David yeah. won't be there forever. Obviously this is his last year. Like this yeah. is it. David and Rati both are going to, you know, this is their last season. So they're, um, Yeah. It's early in the season, so I'm ready to see who is the <clears throat> the next uh, point guard. You know, and it's one of those things where, and in, in the words of of Gordon Ramsay, absolutely pathetic. When it comes, <laughs> when it comes to the foul trouble, I cannot believe it. It pathetic, and I don't know if it's more pathetic on. The refs with their with some of those fouls that they were handing out, yes, yeah, some of them definitely fouls. Obviously, it, it's yes, but there was a few there specifically, specifically the tech on killer. What the actual fuck? Okay, so do you do you want to explain what our source told? Yeah. Us? Okay. So so we sent, and then I'll give my like background opinion on that. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So we sent, or I, I sent a message to our friend 
Dylan, who was actually at the game. Uh, if you noticed him, he was the tall white boy standing up and the bleachers cheering and giving, you know, the refs the business the whole time. Okay, so I messaged him on Twitter and I said, Dylan, what the actual hell was that tech? Okay, this is word for word what Dylan said. He said, literally Keller was talking to an entire other ref about the bad calls of the tall ref or the taller ref of the three. The tall ref saw that Keller was complaining to another ref, got upset and called the T. And that's why Keller was saying, and everybody could see him mouthing it and the announcers saw him say it, like, it's all part of the game. It's all part of the game. Well, of course, that happens all the time. Are you kidding me? A thousand percent, it is. <laughs> Coming from a referee's daughter, that is part of the game. Because there's, first of all, there's always a lead official, okay? Mm-hmm. So generally, the coach would, yeah, the coach would take up any grievances with the lead official because he's the one kind of supervising um however that might not have been the lead official even if it wasn't it's it's still fine for him to speak to any of the three in fact it's more common for the coach to speak to one of the referees about a complaint with a different official rather than straight complaining to that official Mm -hmm. because it's more of a like hey man like first of all it it all depends on which of the referees the coach is kind of like clicking with the most because a lot of times there may be a referee and obviously this is not the case in that game because we probably never had those referees before but no um you know generally there are like the coach can't necessarily dictate exactly what officials they're going to have but they can ask the head of the chapter like they can say we absolutely don't ever want these referees or we really prefer these or whatever. Um, And they kind of take that into consideration. So you might have a ref that you've had multiple times throughout the season. You kind of have a rapport with them and you can be like, Hey man, can you kind of get your partner to like pay attention to this or that under the bucket or watch for this player getting too handsy or whatever. Um, So it's, it's completely thousand percent for the game for if he had a complaint about one of the other officials to just be like, Hey man, can you ask your partner to like watch this? Or can you ask him to do this or that? Like, it's not a big deal. Not a big deal at all. It wasn't like Keller was being verbally, you know, rude or just like re- disrespectful. Like, I don't think he did anything that was warranted of a tea. And like, honestly, wasn't even the guy he was bitching to that gave him the tea. It was the dude on the other side of the court. Honestly, it was probably a matter of proximity that that's just the ref who was right beside him. So exactly. he's like, hey, man, can you ask him to watch this rather than like scream across the court at this other official? Correct. Like it's not, it's literally not a big deal at all. It is a thousand percent part of the game. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Another point that Dylan had made was that I guess he had overheard someone mm-hmm. at the game say that this tournament goes kind of cheap on refs. And those guys aren't even normal division one refs. Like they don't usually de- ref or work a division one game. They're all small league or, or high school dudes. And see that I would love to know more information on that because that would really surprise me considering that they're paying for like really good ESPN commentators. Why would they be chinchy on the officiating? Like that's odd to me, but I mean, I'm not saying it's not true. I just, I'm saying that's very conflicting and. Yeah. I mean, I would like to definitely fact check that and or find out 
maybe if there's a way to look back and see the names of the refs that were at that game and like maybe if there's a way to see where they normally ref at like if there's a if there's some sort of like tracker or yeah some sort of something out there that shows us it was just it was just bad that whole sequence really kind of i feel like brought down i mean there's there was a there was a myriad of different things that obviously the refs missed like that that call on rati uh where the guy literally flopped and they called it on rati as a foul he literally flopped over rati wasn't even close like mind-boggling just mind-boggling stuff you know stuff like that obviously yes that doesn't help the win or the loss or doesn't help us win or lose or whatever but it doesn't it doesn't help it it, it doesn't help like obviously that wasn't the reason we lost 100 but it doesn't help you know we already had ourselves into a freaking hole before all this you know other fouls and texts and things came into play but the foul trouble was absolute garbage just garbage um, Rati itself, he was just having a really bad game, but he hasn't really been playing that great all season, to be fair. Like, I'm going to be honest, like, I haven't really seen anything from him that was like, that's been magical so far. And I feel like this was the same last year. I was going to say, you know, I feel like it, it takes him a minute to get in the groove. But sometimes we don't have. I know, I know. And it's, it's disappointing, and I, th- I think we're more critical on him because we see how good he can be at the sure. end of the season, and then we have these expectations where we're just like, where is our Rati from last season? Um, yeah. And then when he finally arrives, we're like, here they are. Hey, Joey, got to brush up, bre- brush up, brush up on your flopping skills. Uh, I think Joey has to br- brush up, actually. I think Joey's more of a brush up guy. Um, but yeah, hey, oh, then, then when he finally arrives, we're just like, this, this is our, this is our Rati. Where has he been? You know, and that's, and I, I want that, but I want that sooner. I don't want Rati to wait until halfway through the end of the season. And, you know, it's, it's January or February and he's just now showing up. Like I want him to show up here. Now. My humble request. If he will show up before. The Kansas game, because we know how well he did in the Duke game. And listen, if he wouldn't have, like, hustled and gotten that last year, the Duke game wouldn't have been the Duke game. So we need we need that dude. We need that. We need that dude who plays lights out defense, you know, and just and and shoots the ball. I'm not saying we need him to be like our three point shooter. It would be great if he was. I would love that. Would love that. If we had a consistent three year, I would love it. Um, but we, we just need him to be that guy, just to be that guy. That's all I want. That's all we want. That's all we ask for. Just a humble, another humble request. But as you know, a lot of times our humble requests, we get side eye for. So take it as you will. I tell you what. Um, <laughs> other thing, too, is uh, explain the, the passing into the paint shit. I, I, I. I mean, Jacqueline, we had the absolute shittiest passes into the lane I've ever seen in my entire life in that one game. Like I wanted to throw up. There were just so many passes into the paint and into the lane 
that were literally thrown a right to Yuri or whoever was down there, uh, Jimerson, whoever was, whoever was down there in the paint with whoever was in the paint for us. I mean, weren't even just way over the head, uh, right to them. Just. Yeah. There were so many moments where I was like, oh, 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 why are you doing that? Like too many. Uh, um, so yeah, going off that, one of my other grievances was Jimerson, man, that dude, he played a lot bigger than he really was. Good point. He for real did, because there were multiple possessions where I was like, God bless, this dude's a freaking monster. And then Mm -hmm. their team would like huddle and he'd be like the shortest one. Yeah. He's not yeah. not the biggest dude on their team at all, or even that much bigger than any of our dudes. He's six five. I mean, right. Most of their other players who were playing were like six 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 eight. Um, but he was just he he played a lot bigger than he, he was. He is just a good player. Like he is just a good player. Gibson Jimerson. He had nineteen points. He was seven of eight from the free throw line. Two of five three pointer. Five or ten field goal. He, he's, he's just good. And let's see what else, what else, what else. Um, I will say, though, he had no personal fouls, which is shocking. Um, yeah. He didn't have any blocks. But I'm shocked that he didn't have any personal fouls. I don't think I don't know if that's an accurate, fair depiction. Because if you played like he played, you, you can't come out completely unscathed with zero fouls. There's no way. There's just no way. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was playing very aggressively down there into the paint. How he doesn't have a foul booked under his name, I am sure. He's good, but he ain't that good. He is not that good. There's no way he's that good. No. Um, That, mm, mm. Um, So, also, they had had a transfer from Central Arkansas who we let put a three down on us. And he mm -hmm. did really well. He had, like, the – I guess he had the third most points on the team. He had ten. Mm. I was just like, come on. Oh, yeah. uh, Jones transfer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another, another thing too. And I know he only played for literally two minutes, but one thing that really kind of chapped my ass was, was Coffer when he got in, it just looked like he was lost and I lost literally lost. Like I said, thank God he was only in for two minutes and bless his little heart. But he, he just, he was in there and he looked like he didn't know, what was up, what was down, what was side to side. It just kind of looked like he was just like, oh, I don't know what the heck he was doing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But that's just my thing. Like when when you're called off the bench and it's that type of a game where, where we have a lot of foul trouble and the fact that the bench may get more playing time like that, you need to know your role when you come into that game, man. Yeah, know what you're doing. Know who, you're, know who, you're, who your man is. I mean, don't look that lost. Yeah, and it can it can be hard to get called in cold off the bench and immediately be like in the in the groove, but yeah, want to make but. a really hard effort when you're on the bench of really being super engaged in the game and watching whatever player you would normally be subbing for, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. immediately be ready to see who you're guarding, who your man yeah. is, where you're supposed to be at what kind of plays they're running, where you're supposed to be on defense. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. If you, but another, another point to that too is, is, is if you want to go in more, like you got to show the coaches something when you, when you do go in, 
And you know what I mean? You got to show that you actually, you know what you're going, know what's happening, you know, the plays, you know, your man, you know, the type of offense that's being run or whatever it is, whatever, whatever it is. If you want to, if you want to go in more and play more, then that's one great way to show that you're ready to do that. Yeah. Um, is just hop off the bench and be ready to go and know exactly what, what's going on. You know, be, be, be ready. Um, man, it's just like, again, it's, it's just really hard, really, really hard to talk about such a difficult game to watch like that. There was moments of good, but there was also moments of just, again, absolute, just not good stuff. So that brings us to the one word summary for the game. Jax. Mine was uneasy. I honestly just from tip, I just felt uneasy. Like I just, I didn't, I never, I never felt very confident. Yeah. And I, I definitely agree with you. Uneasy. It was very uneasy. My word was, was wolf. Woof. Like buzz your girlfriend. Wolf yeah. from, from home alone. It was just, there was just a lot of, ugh, yeesh, ugh. there was just too much going on that I was not very, very, very happy about at all. It was just a lot of, a lot of suck. A lot. A lot of suck. Um, and it's just... I, just, I wasn't enjoying myself. I, I was going to be, I was really excited for the game. I was like, we're in the championships. We're in the championship round. This is good. This is great. We're playing against, a, I guess, a decent team. Didn't know much about them, but I was like, let's go. We're playing. And then it just went downhill real quick. Their three point shooters were not missing. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't didn't either. like it. Didn't like it one bit. So, What's going on this weekend? What's going on tomorrow, girlfriend, and Sunday? Well, we have lots going on this weekend, both of us. We do. But we lots do. of Sunday stuff. So I'm coming tonight so that I can run with my little run club in the morning. And then we're doing Thanksgiving again tomorrow with my dad's family for lunch. But uh, this weekend, Alex and I are doing a little divide and conquer SFA athletics support um, <clears throat> with our moms. So tomorrow... Alex and her mom going to ride the fan bus to San Antonio. Watch SFA football. Oh, there she is. Hey, Mama Tess. <laughs> Are you ready to get on the fan bus? Woo, yeah. Let's go. Football. The guys are already there. They're already posted pictures of them on the field. Let's go. Yeah, and it looks like a high school football field. Well, we knew that. We know UIW doesn't have the best facilities. Uh, yeah. we've already had we've already had major discussions about that. Yeah, well. Hold on, Jan has a question. All right. Okay, so that was a consolation. Like that bracket, yeah. th there were two different brackets, Jan. So there was like the the Mayan division or the Riviera division or something like that. Um. So there were two different brackets. And so the other bracket, uh, it, it was, it, you know, they did, there wasn't like the tournament. It wasn't. Because yeah. eight teams total, I think. Mm -hmm. there, were four, there were two different brackets, four and four. Yeah. Um, 
yeah so anyways y'all y'all riding the fan bus tomorrow what where can we, we are where can we watch the game if we don't go is it on espn plus or yeah it's on espn plus so yeah tomorrow we're leaving um actually we're leaving pretty fracking early so i can't do too much tonight um we're going, we're leaving from the commuter lot at like seven. We got to be there by 6.45. I know, early. Um, so we're leaving the commuter lot at seven, uh, getting there. Or probably like, it's a five-hour trip. So again, yeah, we'll on a bus. Yeah. But again, I don't really feel like driving it. So that's good. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> She's writing me freaking notes, bro. Um, hold, hold on. Did you mention DK and Gavin in the all-team Cancun tournament? <laughs> we did. We mentioned them at the very beginning. Sure. Oh, she's so concerned about DK. Yeah. Bless her for making sure that that Lord DK man. and G Money get their okay uh, and G Money. Sorry. Well, we we knew his nickname was G Money. We oh, knew that. We knew we that. No, the other one was DK. Yeah, we didn't know his his nickname was DK. Right. Then, uh, so what time is the game tomorrow? I'm sorry. So the game tomorrow is at two, I believe. And yeah. then uh, you can watch it on ESPN plus the game's at two. And then after the game's over, we're heading obviously back on the bus coming back here. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I know UIW is, they're a good football team, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the odds are us versus them. I don't, I'd have to look that up and see what the matchup predictor says. Um, and then, of course, on Sunday, Jacqueline's going on a little little mom-daughter trip, too. Where are you going? Yeah, so Sunday, Mom and I are going to drive over to Natchitoches and watch the men's basketball hey, game. She's yeah. gonna be- <laughs> I'm so excited for you. I know. I was, I'm was. i glad that you and Mom are going to that. And so we're kind of splitting up our duties, and I'll be here in NAC watching the game. Uh, I think it's on – nsudemon.com or something like that. I, I don't know how I'm going to be able to watch the game. Let me look. Yeah, I'm trying to find what the the odds are. Also, side note, uh, SFA is playing tonight in the Van Chancellor Classic. The women are. That yeah. starts at 6, well, literally right now, 6.30. And actually, guess who we're playing? New Mexico Lobos. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is in Katy. Um, yeah, the Northwestern game, it says it's going to be on nsudemons.com. So I bet it costs like five, seven bucks, something like that. Of course. To watch. Um, I can't remember. Freaking sure. course. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember for sure. Because last season we both went whenever we played them there. So it's been a mm-hmm. while since I've tried to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, let's see here if they have matchup predictor on here. For the UIW game? Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. All it's telling me is what, where the game's at. Their capacity is 6,000. What's uh, what's our capacity at? At least, at least double that because we have all that grass. That's at true. least double that. I'm going to look it up because I'm not for sure. What's 6,000? No wonder it looks like a high school football stadium. That ain't nothing. My high school has more capacity than that. Yeah, it says the capacity of Homer Bryce is 14,575. 
Yeah, I knew it was at least double that, if not more. Yeah. That's what the Google says. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is oh. what I call. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I was trying to find the matchup predictor. Usually they have it on ESPN. They don't. It's not telling me at all what the probability is. So um, I'd have to probably Google a line or something like that. I don't know. Anyway. So we're excited. We're excited for the weekend, our weekend activities. I'll, again, try and figure out how to watch the game from home. And then also on Sunday evening, having some friends over for some high-quality uh, Friendsgiving atmosphere. Hopefully Jacqueline will make it back in time. Yes. She'll come over. I think she should She should be able to make it back in time to come over, have some fun food. I mean, we have so much turkey left over. So much turkey left over. How amazing was it? Because listen, that turkey leg that you posted a picture of looked money, divine money. So good. It was delicious. Like Brendan's barbecue is delicious. A. Um, so sometimes it's confusing. So there's Brendan's barbecue and then Chambers Smokehouse, but his first name is Brendan. So there's, okay. there's Brandon, Brandon Chambers, and then there's Brendan's. So, um, so Brendan's does turkeys and brisket and all that stuff. You can, you can order obviously for, for different holidays. And so for the past few years now, we've been doing turkeys from him. So good. His, his, his smoked turkeys are bomb. So good. So, um, and yeah, it's like 75 bucks, but you get, I mean, you get a ton, a ton of turkey, ton of turkey. So absolutely excited to dive into that on Sunday night have some people over drink, have a fire outside, have a little bit of, you know, excitement going into the last week of school for me. Well, full week of school. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Yeah. I'm excited to come back and have a little Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I could pull up the, line on that the damn football game it's they're not really telling me any much of anything um all right so always remember to make sure that you follow us on all the different social medias and of course don't forget to order your my plates when you buy a five-year personalized purple sfa plate from myplates.com sfa athletics gets almost 250 dollars from that purchase it's a fun easy way to support your teams renew that five-year and get SFA gets nearly 400 doll hairs. It's a wild, wild deal. But man, SFA gets a lot of money from that athletics specifically. So make sure that if you want to support your lumberjacks, you go to www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks. You can also get a $50 rebate. Just takes a few minutes. And if you don't feel like shoveling out $500 or whatever, however much you want to, you know, get a one year, three year, five year plan. Um, <laughs> you don't feel like shoveling all that out at one time. You can always do layaway, which is a great way to pay it off it little by little over a few month period. And you're able to get your my plates and stick them on your car. Again, it's a great way to show your lumberjack pride. Real fans have my plates. Don't forget to order those my plates. Yeah. Anywho, um, I'm trying to find the line. Trying to find the line. One sec. One sec. One sec. Um, still no 
on. Don't know. Oh, wait. Odds, 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 odds. Odds not available yet. Screw you, ESPN. Not pleased. That seems kind of late, but whatever. I know. Like, the game's tomorrow. Yeah. I'd have to probably go on some betting site in order to find it. Like, it's, it's not coming up on Fox Sports or ESPN. Less than 24 hours out. Like, I feel like that should be available. I would, you would think so. You would think so. Anyway, um, don't know what the matchup predictor says or who's favored to win or not, what the lines are. Um, if anybody knows, let, let us know. Because who knows? I might put some money on it. But anyway, just know that if you if we win, um, then we actually go. Get a rematch with Sam Houston. <sighs> yeah, which going to that game is pretty much going to be impossible for Jacqueline and I because we'll be at SFA because we have a basketball game that afternoon. So, What day would it be? Mm, the Saturday coming up, so the 4th. Oh, uh... It's Christmas parade day. We have a basketball game that that afternoon at two. And then most likely the playoff game will be either in the afternoon or early evening. And there's just no way. I know. Can't be everywhere at once. Unfortunately, we can't. So we clone ourselves. That's what needs to happen. We have to clone ourselves. There has to be a way to do that. It's 2021, almost 2022. There has to be a clone. There has to be a clone. A way to clone our lives as if y'all don't give a, get enough of us with just one. We, you know, you want more. That sounded weird. Anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, guys. So hopefully you guys had a really good hollow Halloween. Well, a little late. That too. That too. Know, that too. Hope you had a really good Thanksgiving. I know I did. And Jacqueline did as well. Um, and then we're going to have more Thanksgiving this weekend. So we're going to have lots of Thanksgivings, lots of of food and Friendsgivings and Thanksgivings and food and food and food until our, we have food coming out of our ears. Um, hope you had a good time with your friends and family. I know we did, and we will this weekend excited for both the lumberjacks to play UAW tomorrow in football. Again, if you want to watch the game, they're going to have a watch party at, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and Nacogdoches as well. So get on over there and watch it. And if you're going to come out to the game, um, we'll be tailgating before the game starts. And we will obviously be sitting over in the general admission section on the, you know, behind the team. So make sure you come find us, get excited, uh, wear your comfy and warm clothes because it's going to be cold. And Jacqueline, you and mom have a safe trip too. And here comes Tess again. I forgot what you wanted. Meat, cheese, and Dijon mustard. She's making us sandwiches to take on the bus since who the hell knows if there's going to be any food stops or anything. we got to have food. Got to have food. So she's making five hours hours on a bus and no no snackies. Got to have something. Got to have something. So we're we're making ourselves little snacks, little lunches, little little meals just in case. So got to have something. Gotta have something in the tum tum. Yeah. I'm excited for y'all tomorrow. It's gonna be fun. I really, I really hope we win. I know. I know me too. Mm, but also don't forget. Yeah. We beat Duke. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, you guys have a great night and always remember to act some jacks. With Alex and Jax. Bye. Toodles.